0: everybody, welcome to the O-Boys for July 1st. Fuck it, we're doing it live. It's a raw feed. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. Oh man, this is... listen. Let's just get everybody ready, because this is going to be a bummer episode. Yeah,
1: be prepared to be bummed out, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. But you know what, sometimes
0: you have to be bummed. Sometimes sometimes being bummed is what life's all about.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, and this is the year to be bummed out. Like, it is at a point where if you're not bummed out now, something's wrong. So for those of you who have yet to be bummed out in 2020, this is going to, I would hope,
0: do it, or you're a maniac. Yeah, you gotta be bummed. Yeah, this is the maniac test. So... Okay, so where do we start? We're starting with Tenet. We're starting with the movie that never moved that has now moved almost as many times as New Mutants. Yeah. New
1: Mutants has not moved off of its August date yet, right? Is New Mutants, I think, still supposed to open like August 14th?
0: I believe it's still where it's supposed huh. to be, but we know it's a... We've talked about New Mutants before. It is a... It's an edge movie. It's always mm-hmm. gonna move and never come out. Um, yeah. So, that is not anything we have to worry about. Big news, Tenant moving to Wednesday, August 12th. It was moved to July 31st a little bit ago, but now it's, it's gonna get moved back. So... We've got that happening. The domino effect has taken place where we now have Mulan moving as well to... So Friday, August 21st. August 21st. And then Unhinged, which is, mm-hmm. again, the canary in the coal mine, is moving to July 31st. Mm-hmm. We also mm-hmm. have news that the major chains are are not opening on the days that they said they were opening. It's looking more like end of july for both amc and regal yeah
1: yeah the canary in the coal mine keeps getting scared and when the canary is scared you start to think that this coal mine
0: is going to collapse well if the canary doesn't even want to go in it usually a canary's psyched to go into a coal mine it's it's that's its job you know, it's going to be able to put birdseed on its on its canary kids' uh, table. And mm-hmm. the canary won't even go in the coal mine. That is a problem. That is a yeah. major problem. So, again, and then we've got this Broken Hearts Gallery romantic comedy uh, produced uh, executive produced by Selena Gomez, supposedly coming out on August 7th. Guys, just put it on Netflix, for Christ's sake. Come on.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know that, a, you know, could this
0: be a situation? You know, this be
1: a situation where Netflix doesn't want it? Like the only the only distributor that would put this out are the uh, the sort of indie hardtop theaters.
0: No, I mean I believe, and I might be wrong because I've done very minimal research on this. But the young lady who's in this movie is the young lady that was in. Blockers. Okay, and she's also uh, a star of a, a Netflix movie, the one where the kid gets his penis cut off. Oh yes, the
1: actress who was in Bad Education. Okay, so then this is something that someone should want.
0: And she, I, yeah. I do think she's got a body of work now that people. I mean, I'd be excited to see this if this movie dropped uh, next week on Netflix. I'd be down for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, so, enough with this. Just just yeah, come no, on, stop this. The it's already a tenuous situation. You know, there's only going to be so much room in these theaters anyway. Just those kind of movies. They need they just need to either yeah go to drive drive-ins in v in PVOD or just go to a streamer.
1: Hmm. So tenant though, I mean that's the one that has basically been the movie that we've all looked at as when that comes out box office is back to some sense of normalcy and it did seem like there was a couple of weeks there where we were getting excited because it did really look like they knew it was going to come out and now that it's been pushed back twice are we starting to feel like it's time to get real it's time for us to all accept we might not have box office for – who knows? It, 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 There's there no real timetable anymore, and all of these
0: dates are kind of meaningless. Yes. Do we accept that? I, we do. I think the B.O. boys accepting it means that the general public needs to accept it. And this is mm-hmm. – we're cutting the shit, and we're going to be daddy – Mm-hmm. We don't like to be daddy.
1: No. We we like to we be We like to be little brother, cousin, you know, uh, uncle maybe because we don't want to be dumb. We're not dumb brother. We're obviously smart smart older brother, cool older
0: friend. Yes. But not not like, related. Not yeah, but like age disparity is not too wide. Right, right, right.
1: We're not balding.
0: Well, well also like appropriate level. So like You you know, our, our, uh, the the people that we're talking to are Mm -hmm. 18 and we're 21. Yes, 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 yes. Like that. Yeah, we don't want to
1: be so much older than our audience that it's, it's, uh, creepy
0: or suspect. Exactly. That's, that's, but that's how we like to be. But we're going to be daddy right now. So if you're not Mm -hmm. ready for daddy, Then this episode is going to be full of daddy. So do something else. Right. I don't know what to tell you, but sometimes we got to be daddy and we're being daddy right now. And yeah, a article just dropped that the Conjuring three, the devil made me do it. Was set for release September 11th. The big, you know, that's the Warner Brothers horror slot. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they are scared. Conjuring 3 is scared that it won't be able to come out, that it's going to get pushed. And we're talking September. We're not talking summer. This is fall. We're talking fall right now, okay? Not summer, fall. So when a fall movie is scared, that is bad news. And that is something to worry about.
1: Right, right. That's some real daddy speak there. Um but only daddy could have could have gotten that information across. Yeah, I mean the fact that September movies are now becoming up in the air. Are we are we is it safe to say the summer movie season is done? It's a pipe dream and we've all woken up and there was no more pipe hence making it a pipe dream. There's not going to be
0: movies out in August. No. Are are we, are we, is daddy saying it? Daddy's saying it. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. Face reality, no summer movies Mm -hmm. in, in hard tops. Right. But in, in, in hard, in wide hard tops.
1: Well, I mean, there's just going to be no, when we say no summer movies, Or no box office. I think now we're at a point where what we mean is there will, and you know, we'll talk about the new top 10 later because there is a top 10, but there will not be new blockbuster studio movies that are being released into theaters.
0: Yes. The tent poles. Because I think we're in a, we're we're in a
1: world where there will be hard top theaters that are going to stay open, you know, like, We're starting to see in this pandemic, there are just businesses that are saying we're here and we ain't going away. And so there will be um, catalog movies that are going to be out. But I think what we're what daddy is saying now is you're not getting new movies. You're not getting big movies. It ain't happening. And it might not be happening for who knows the rest of this year.
0: So, out of the top 135 grossing theaters in America, 104 are Mm drive-ins. So, that is is what's going to be happening this summer. If you want to see a movie that's not in your home, you need to go to a drive-in. Because I don't think that the big chains, AMC and regal are going to open this summer because what are the places that they rely on for a lot of their business now we don't talk international box office but china has closed their theaters reclosed their theaters never widely opened their theaters that's big because if china Mm -hmm. was open this be a whole different story i believe yes i i also agree i think if I mean,
1: we don't talk about international, but I think one thing to look at this year is going to be if other countries, you know, if the European countries, if China, if they are in a situation where they are able to open theaters, which is very possible because, you know, the United States is way Uh, behind everyone right now in the pandemic. If they are able to open theaters, I do think we will get to a tipping point where studios will release big movies
0: internationally and not in the United States. A 100% I agree with that. Mulan is a perfect example of that. If China Mm -hmm. is able to reopen, they will see Milan before we see Mulan. Yes. Or there
1: will be movies that get released... In theaters internationally, and
0: PVOD in the United States. Yes, because they—that's that happens even without pandemics going on. You look at something like Annihilation, which was a movie that in some countries was a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. the that came out in America in the theaters. Those that is also a future we're going to see absolutely because the domestic box office plays a part in these companies making a lot of money but you know in a global village that we live in the international is a lot and the especially the big tent poles the tent poles mm-hmm. do well internationally and yeah if it's the difference between putting tenant out for foreign consumption and we having to wait for it i think they're going to put it out for foreign consumption because they are these companies are eating it yeah, I
1: think Mulan is is a real is a real candidate for that because you've got the very um, you've got the model there of release Mulan internationally in theaters, do like a two week PVOD only in the United States, and then you put it on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure what other movies you know. Mulan aside, what would be the movie that is is most possible to go to this model? You know, like I would be shocked if Bond opened internationally and PVOD in the United States. Though that is not crazy.
0: I mean that's because November, right? That's November. Can we even think about November at this point?
1: We're tenant has shaken me.
0: Yeah, I can Tenet hear it in it your voice. Daddy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Let's be honest. The reason Daddy is here is because of tenant moving. That's what woke Daddy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, this is not the usual game of don't wake Daddy. I think Daddy needed to mm-hmm. be awoken. Yes, yes. Because some yeah. hard truths need to be spoken. And Daddy can be a bad guy.
1: Yeah, he usually is.
0: I mean, that's your experience, but... And that's my experience and most people's experience. So I guess it's a true experience.
1: Yeah, most I would say most listeners of the show, when they hear Daddy, get a little chill down their spine. Absolutely. Because they know, at best, it's bad news coming. Mm-hmm. You know, um... Yeah, I mean tenant moving again now. And the chains pushing back their openings another 3 weeks to a month. It 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 definitely starts to make you think this might be a it might be a catastrophic scenario for these chains. Like we we're going to hit a tipping point soon where Regal and AMC if they can't open, they may not exist.
0: Yes, 100%. And I think I think for those And that's Daddy saying that. Absolutely. I think for those chains. Those dates that they were previously going to open up mid July. Mm -hmm. were the latest that they could open up to still kind of be viable. And Mm -hmm. I think the bad news is going to come soon. Because AMC was already in trouble. And unless a big company like Amazon wants to purchase AMC and figure out what to do, the theatrical experience and the theatrical business... Is going to crater mm-hmm. because think of all of the uh, think of think of all of these these uh, theaters that are just sitting empty. I actually walked past a theater that you and myself and our friends had gone to a lot previously because I was in the neighborhood and I was you know giving respect to. The church, even though I can't go into the church,
1: right, right, but you still have to kiss the side of the building. I,
0: I, you have to kiss the church. I did, and you know what? I wiped it clean. I did everything that you needed. Believe me, I had a mask on. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a thing. So, right, don't at me.
1: No, no, he kissed the church through, and by church we mean movie theater, not actual church. Mm-hmm. But you kissed the building through a mask, so it was safe.
0: Yeah. So, yes. it is depressing. It, it was depressing, but also I was seeing how big of a place that was. All of the bills that they're still paying, It, I mean, there was lights on in it. So they were paying to have lights on, at least a few lights on, for three months. Mm-hmm. Even that, I mean, they're not making any money back. So this is going to be a catastrophic, like you said, thing where... W- we don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Is it going to make sense for these companies to release these movies theatrically even at all? Or are we going right. to be are we going to be streamo boys? I mean, will we be streamo boys?
1: I mean, we'll be what we have to be. Uh, we're not going out of business, so don't worry about that. No, no. You know, w- when we say Daddy Bat has bad news, we don't mean Daddy's going to tell you that the B.O. boys are going away. Of course not. In some ways, we're stronger than ever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think that hardtop movie theaters will not exist at the end of this but i am starting to be at a point where i definitely think there will be way less of them like there will definitely be buildings that will like you know current movie theaters that absolutely are closed now and will never reopen again as movie theaters um and i also think that amc and or regal now we're getting to a point where they may not exist at the end of this you know, and a lot of their theaters will still end up being movie theaters, but they just might be, churches. You know, uh, well, they, they may be like, you know, owned by something else. You know, it could be um, Spotify movie
0: theaters. Ooh, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be prime movie theaters. Yes. Yeah. Um But so let's let's get back to it. We are saying okay. and I don't want to put words in your mouth. We are saying summer movie season, don't even think about it. Don't no. waste your breath. No. Don't nope get stressed about it. Focus on what's important and we'll be here to to give you the news and tell you the moves. But, but don't expect to be sitting in a seat, watching trailers, noshing on popcorn, throwing trash on the floor, all the things you love to do at the movie theaters. Take that out of your mind. Mm-hmm. It'll come mm-hmm. back someday. But that someday is not tomorrow, and it's not July, and it's not August it's not August
1: 10. So are we, we are at a point now where we're thinking tenant is not coming out in August.
0: No, it's the Nolan, you know, he's, he's got a, he needs daddy. Yes. Nolan needs daddy. Daddy needs to tell Nolan, you know what? Just move it out of this year. It's a big movie. People will follow you. People love you. You have a, Following akin to the Fast and Furious movies, where people Mm -hmm. will not forget you if you're gone for a year. Like, my anticipation for F9 is stronger than it was before it got moved.
1: Well, we have talked about it. We will absolutely cry at the beginning of that movie and. Definitely. The, we were going to cry at the end of it anyway, but the start of that movie will be an overwhelming emotional moment.
0: Yes, and I think Tenant could be that for a lot of people too. Well,
1: I feel... Okay, here's what I'll say or what Daddy will say to Christopher Nolan about Tenant. It's going to be... We're getting to a point where Tenant. Is not going to be looked at as the emotional return to to the movie theater experience, but where Tenant is a punchline, and if Tenant keeps moving in these small increments, you know if it pushes itself back. Oh, Tenant is now moved to September first, and oh, Tenant is now moved back to September twenty-first. We are nearing the point where tenant is only a joke and will not be looked at with any kind of anticipation.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's looking foolish. like, And it's near that. Oh, absolutely. Because when Bond first moved, what mm-hmm. did I call Bond? A coward. I called Bond a coward. Now, my mind is completely changed. I think mm-hmm. Bond made decisive action. It worried about the health and well-being of its audience, and mm-hmm. it did what it needed to do. It said, hey, don't worry about Bond. I'm going to be here. I will be here when, hopefully, we're on the other end of this. We get through this. Plus, I want some prime real estate, and now it's up for grabs, so I'm going to grab first. All of mm-hmm. these things are now to be applauded. Tenet. Of course is now looking like a tease. Yes. It's teasing us, and it's making us feel worse. Because if you keep moving two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, what it's doing is giving us a yard marker of, oh, well, my life's still not, you know, normal. My life's still not normal. Two weeks from now, maybe it'll be normal. It won't be. It won't be. Right, right.
1: tenant is Lucy with the football. The original Edgelord. And I don't hear a lot of people who talk fondly about Lucy.
0: No. No. Linus. Pigpen even. Pigpen walks around mm-hmm. with a cloud of filth. Mm-hmm. And we can get into like why that is and, and where are the parents. But we're not going to. No. But the point is... Pigpen, we're not the peanut boys. No. Pigpen. More liked than Lucy because Pigpen mm-hmm. does not show up somewhere acting like he's clean and then all of a sudden pulls out the dust and the dirt. Mhm. 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 Right? Lucy yep. claims to be something she's not. She she pulls she 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 gives un unqualified therapy, which we won't even get into that either, okay? There's so many things about Lucy that make her the least like of all the peanuts. And you don't want to be the least like of the peanuts. No.
1: No. And that's what that's where tenant is is in a danger zone of becoming, of becoming new mutants, of becoming Lucy, of becoming the the edge lord. That because people love edge lords. Let's you know. Let's not let's not pretend but there's not a market the, for it. But but it's
0: it, it, regular populace it's, it, doesn't exactly exactly i think the popularity of edge lords is widely overstated on the internet
1: right right and the stacks definitely don't love the edge lords and tenant tenant i think is at a point where its next move needs to be a big decisive one if tenant moves into september it officially becomes lucy it officially becomes a joke and if it if it has to move, I think at this point it's got to just move to July twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, because all these other movies are following it like a duckling, like ducklings, mm-hmm. and it's not being a good d- duck, like older duck, I guess. What's a duck yeah. parent? Like you know, like it, they're all ducks, right? A ducks and goose,
1: A mother goose situation.
0: Yes. Yeah, and it's like. And- am i following a duck or a lemming like what's going on right. here that's the other thing it's right. like you can't you got to know what you're following and tenets looking like a freaking lemming at this point right when
1: you described daddy sitting down and talking to Christopher Nolan before i think i think you i think you had daddy being a little too kind honestly
0: all right what would daddy because say daddy, to nolan
1: daddy needs to sit christopher nolan down and not ask him to sit. He needs to pull out a chair and say, you know, boy, take a seat.
0: Sit down right now.
1: Daddy has something to say. And he's gonna be like, sit down. Oh. We're d- moving this. Okay. And we're, we're moving s- this. All right. But daddy, no, no but daddy. No but daddy. No but daddy. One year. One year.
0: Minimum. One year.
1: One year. Minimum. Dad, give me the keys. Give me the keys. Nolan, give me the keys right now. And he takes the keys away. He looks at him. One year. And I'm putting these keys in the drawer. And I'm not locking these keys. I'm closing this drawer. And I expect them to be there. And in one year, you get the keys back and you could open your movie, but not before then.
0: So the keys are to open the movie.
1: The keys are to open the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's taken the keys away from him. Nolan has other keys for his car. He could still drive. Daddy doesn't actually care if he drives. Um, but the keys he's taking are the movie opening keys. And those go in the drawer. And they have to stay there for one year, because daddy's sick of this shit.
0: Yeah, we're all sick of this shit. So, so you got to wake up and realize everybody that 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 doesn't mean that there's not going to be some form of box office because we're going to get to it very shortly. The top ten, mm-hmm. it's just these tent poles. You gotta either pack them away, and. Uh, Wait till next year when you can set up the tent again Mm -hmm. or release it so that people can camp in their living room, you know, do the do the s'mores over the the oven, you know, and get in a tent inside the house. And then, you know, it's you can do that. That's something that could happen. But right. you ain't going anywhere in camping. No, no. Summer. Yeah, I think is canceled. Summer movie Summer. season is canceled. Mm-hmm. As we mm-hmm. knew it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think a story that we're going to be tracking in the weeks and months to come is going to be whether we start to see big movies get released internationally and pvod in the united states i think like we said i think mulan is is the one that makes the most sense to do that for and maybe something we could do next week is start to think about what are some of the other movies that are currently on your you know august through december schedule that might make sense for that to happen because i am really starting to feel like in the next three months we are going to see a major tentpole movie get released that way yeah it's it's highly possible because it is the studios they're going to need to make some kind of You know, they can't shelve everything for a year. You know, I do think they're going to shelve most stuff. um, But they are going to take some flyers on some big tentpole movies and just put them out in Europe and in China.
0: Yeah, it's possible. It's definitely possible. So let's let's get to this top ten. All right. Because mm-hmm. we got numbers, so that's
1: you know what? Let's let's how about let's say this. Daddy said what he had to say. He gave Christopher Nolan a talking to. And now Daddy's he went back to sleep.
0: Yeah. It was it's 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 hard to it's like you get so worked up that you you can't you can't sustain that kind of energy. No, I don't know how
1: how daddy's able to be daddy 24 seven. I guess it's because he does sleep a lot
0: and, and golfing a lot. And that's business mm-hmm. trips. You right. know, there's right. breaks, there's breaks, right? He's
1: always him, but he, he gets a little alone time where he doesn't have to yell at everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay.
1: But daddy's gone. The BO boys are, are back and we
0: got a top 10. So we got a new number one. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just gonna go through the top ten, and then we'll we'll, we'll we're gonna um, you know drill down. Yep. Number one, Zootopia. Number two, The Avengers. Number three, Jurassic Park. Number four, The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Number five, The Hunt. Number six, Invisible Man. Number seven, Trolls World Tour. Number eight, Jaws. Number nine, An Old Friend, Bloodshot. Wow. And number ten, a new movie, Irresistible. The Jon Stewart-directed, Steve Carell starring, Rose Byrne starring film. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's start at the top, Zootopia. Zootopia and the Avengers, you can see now Disney has gotten into the re-releasing business here. Mm -hmm. They are starting to put out their catalog movies, and they made some bank, but... Well, and also
1: number four, The Greatest Showman, is now a Disney movie. It was a you know, it was a Fox movie, but obviously Disney owns Fox. So Disney has 3 out of the top 4 movies at the box office this week.
0: It's going to be very interesting cuz Warner Brothers is getting in on the action too. They haven't had anything in the top 10 so far, but it's going to be fun to see these big studios battling with their catalog titles. It's almost like a March Madness for past hits yes which i think is a very interesting idea that they should maybe start doing
1: yeah this is you know as much as we uh, had to be daddy and had to give the bad news about um how there's not going to be any new movies for the foreseeable future it is a very interesting time to basically what we have now every week in the top 10 is an all-star game. You know, it is the best of the best, the biggest movies of all time competing against each other. And yeah, there's definitely, there, this is fun. Like, I never did think, did you ever think you would live to see Zootopia battle Jurassic Park? No. No or the event I mean the Avengers going head to head with Jurassic Park. I mean you know so there there is something uh I don't want to say beautiful, wonderful, but they're, they're magical. There is something magical about seeing these top 10s.
0: I agree cuz I mean Jaws is in the in that equation too. So it's like mm-hmm. Jaws versus Jurassic Park even that is interesting. Yes, yes. So I mean, Jaws
1: versus Bloodshot, Vin Diesel getting to take on the the shark from
0: Jaws at the box office. Who knew? Who knew that's something that would ever happen? No. So Zootopia, number one, three hundred ninety-three theaters, three day of two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Now here's interest. Here's this is what's interesting. Not as much as the last week's top movie, which was Jurassic Park, which made half a mil. Right, right. So that's that's a big fall, respectively, from last week's top movie. And then the Avengers, in 417 theaters, had a three-day of 260K, also lower than last week's number two, which was Jaws.
1: Huh. So then overall, the the... The business of the top 10 has already gone down. Is yes, well,
0: I mean, because we're seeing that, you know, Jurassic Park in this climate was Buffa Bobo. And Zootopia is doing fine, but eh, not Buffa Bobo, really. I mean, we're seeing, I think, Jurassic Park is a more popular film. Right. Well, I mean,
1: we could crunch the numbers in. You know what what also might be happening is it's getting spread out a lot more. You know, like if we look beyond the top 10, I wonder if 11 through 20 this week is outgrossing 11 through 20 last week, meaning that you're starting to get a lot more choice at these theaters that are open. So you just might have a lot you might have that amount of money being spread across a greater variety of catalog titles
0: that's a that's a very good point
1: uh, um, but it is interesting to see um, that something like the Avengers is not a gigantic you know it did come in number two but it's one of the biggest movies of all time yet it doesn't seem like it is going to be a runaway smash in this environment. You know, the Avengers didn't come out of the gate and make five or six hundred thousand dollars opening weekend.
0: Yes, that is um, that is interesting. I mean, what does that say about Marvel and its and its cultural cachet at this moment? It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it it could be a case of, I mean, obviously something like Jaws has been available forever and people have seen it a million times, but the movies, the blockbusters of the last 10 years might not have that draw to get people to come out and pay to see them in a theater because people have probably just watched The Avengers so much mm-hmm. recently. And it doesn't have the novelty that you're going to get from Jaws, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, those like older catalog titles.
0: That totally makes sense. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, when we're doing, yeah, in these head-to-heads, I mean, we are seeing just like, money-wise, I know you're saying that it's spread out through the catalog, but, yeah, money-wise is just these older films where I think people were more, you know, Jurassic Park's a movie where people were acclimated to go to the theater, and a lot of people didn't see Jurassic Park if they didn't go to the theater until it came out on ABC Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. a year or two later. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the thing. Like you said, Zootopia, as as, as soon as kids got their hands on it, they were watching it over and over and over again at home. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So Zootopia being number one, what's interesting about that is like, I know we've had Trolls World Tour You know, as a staple of the the box office top 10 since it came out. And that's a kid's movie. But it still is crazy to me, the idea of any kid's movie doing so well in theatrical right now, because you still would think the 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 movie going population that is least likely to want to, you know, take the risks involved are parents with kids
0: well i mean uh, i mean the thing is that
1: utopia is a purely a kids movie like it is i've seen it it's good but it is not even like to me a pixar toy story situation where you're gonna get a ton of people with no kids who want to go see this
0: i think at this point they got to get kids out of the house Mm -hmm. i think that's what it is it's like these kids have been cooped up at the very least, let's go for a drive and then and then have some entertainment at the end.
1: Yeah. I, so it's a rats need their cheese situation.
0: I think the ra- the rats need to go for our drive.
1: Mm-hmm. Rats need their gasoline.
0: Yeah. So number three, Jurassic Park, three hundred twenty-three. I, I mean, two hundred thirty-two theaters, one hundred and ninety k. Yeah. So, still doing well. Look at that drop. A a
1: 63% drop from last week. So, that is Jurassic Park in this re-release doesn't seem like it's going to have great legs.
0: No, I think what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing a churn. Where Zootopia is going to fall down to the bottom here. Jaws is at 8 so Jaws already fell. I think these catalog movies are going to fall and I think it's because there's going to be faster churn cuz these companies are going to start putting out catalog movies to draw people in and it's going to be switch these 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 uh stretch uh jeez fucking raw feed. Switch these screens over fast. Okay. That's the thought. Because number four, Greatest Showman, 342 theaters, three-day, k Now, we don't talk about cumes here really with these movies, but Greatest Showman is a film that was DOA on arrival, right? Mm-hmm. This was a film that was counted out. It opened on a Wednesday where it earned $4.6 And then it earned 8.8 from Friday to Sunday, and it made 13.4 in the five day weekend. Right? Which is terrible opening week. Terribly low. And now it is a catalog film that is being released into theaters to draw people to it. What a Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. The film From bomb to classic. The film about the greatest showman's box office trajectory would be a great film.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. That is
1: um that is a perfect B.O. Boys film. Is to someday produce a film about the box office run of The Greatest Showman. And now we've got our final scene, which is the drive-in during the pandemic. All of these movie theaters showing The Greatest Showman as a catalog film. And you have Hugh Jackman wander into one of the screenings. Mm -hmm. And no one knows it's him because he's wearing a mask, because he's a good dude. He trusts science. He does the right thing in a pandemic. So he's got his mask on. And all these people, they're spread out. And they don't know that Hugh Jackman is in there taking it in. The culmination of the box office success of The Greatest Showman. It is now a catalog film in a pandemic.
0: But you know what's a great the final what, what's a great final shot? and this is, I mean, he, he is a, a great actor and he would pull this off amazingly, is mm-hmm. that there's something interesting happening now where we all wear masks. And mm-hmm. people are still smiling and you can tell from their eyes. Yes And so the end of this film Is him with the big mask on And he's got a hat on too Hat Mm -hmm. So all we see is Is his eyes And then There's the smile But you don't see those pearly whites You just see the crinkles of the eye The way the eye brightens when you smile And that is an iconic shot And then we slam to black Slam Slam to black Like Sopranos mm-hmm. slam to black, yep, yep, like almost we're like, did he smile, right, right, but we know it's it's, it's we know it's he one of
1: those endings where people don't believe that it's a they think
0: it's a mistake, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, so it's we see the little crinkle of the eye and then slam to bl- like slam to black, oh, you yeah, full aggressive slack. slam to
1: black, yep, 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 that's how you end. The Greatest Box Office, which is the movie about the box office run of The Greatest Showman.
0: And I'm sure he'll be a producer on it, too. So, Yeah, he'll get his beak wet, of course. Now, number five. Let's talk about another movie that has survived. The
1: Hunt. Mm -hmm. This is an incredible story.
0: Because 96 theaters, it had a three day of 150K. So not that much lower than Greatest Showman. No. And it, it, it increased. It only added
1: one more theater count. But its box office is up 10% from last week. Yeah. This is amazing because we just talked about, you just brought up the great point of like these catalog movies are going to churn rapidly. They're going to be, every week, here's three new catalog movies, the ones from last week go all the way down, and they run for maybe three weeks at most. People are still deciding to go see, I mean, there's a few of these movies on here, but go see The Hunt, go see The Invisible Man, go see Bloodshot. You know, like, as the catalog movies come in and out, these... February-March
0: releases are standing tall. Yeah, they're the bedrock. They are the foundation, really, that all these other movies are able to stand on. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. They're standing—these catalog movies are standing on the shoulders of giants. Yep. So— now, of course, the Hunt's cume is only $8.5 million, So it's The Greatest Showman made $174.4 million, and the Hunt still hasn't broken $10 million. But I think its cultural cachet is going to definitely mean more than its BO, which I normally wouldn't say because we're BO boys. And money is the only way to qualify success. Right. But right, in these right. times, we're, we we ha- we are pivoting and having to adjust. So sentimentality is always is also going to be worth something, and and things like that. So I think the hunt is a movie that is just kind of not lighting up the box office in a real way, but but doing bobo for what it can do. I mean, I think the hunt it officially
1: is doing as well as anything could possibly do in this
0: context. So it's so weird that 8.5 million Q after 16 weeks is a hit.
1: It it is a hit. The Hunt, I would say, is definitely a a success story.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. Now, number six, a a, a genuine success story, The Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. 154 theaters, so it lost three. Made 138.5k so down 31%. I I get this, it's week 18, it's getting crowded out a little bit. I think it's still going to hang around, so we don't have to worry about it dropping off the chart completely. Mm -hmm. But you know, that this is we've talked about Invisible Man. If you need to hear about Invisible Man, then you can listen to our past episodes for the last couple months. Yeah, Trolls Ward tour. Troll's World Tour. I I really need this movie to drop out so I don't have to say it anymore. Number 7, uh, staying the same theater count-wise, 289 made 138k. So very close to Invisible Man. And it's funny cuz it's Cume. It's box office box office cum is 4.3 million, but it made a whole lot more on PVOD. And again, yeah, this is a 100 million dollar hit. Culturally this movie is very important. And mm-hmm. uh, it will be remembered as as such. Now, number eight, which was the number two movie last week, Jaws drops twenty four theaters. It's in one hundred and sixty three theaters. Three day, one hundred and twenty four K dropped seventy six percent. And so this is this is one of those things where I think this churn is going to Jaws will be gone next week. We're going to see the theater count pretty low. And it's not going to be in the top ten, obviously, so we won't know the theater count. But it's going to be replaced with something else.
1: Well, one thing we talked about last week was we were predicting, because last week week in the top ten, Spielberg had, I think, one and two. It was Jurassic Park and Jaws were the top two movies. And our uh, uh, debate was which Spielberg re-release would top the box office this weekend. And instead, both the Spielberg movies have had big drops and there's no new Spielberg movie in the top 10. What happened to Spielberg? I What happened to who we maybe prematurely had dubbed the biggest star at the box office?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's... He was a victim of churn he's he's a victim of the churn and burnum of this box office that's going to be finicky and because i'm looking up here in this deadline article that warner brothers put out batman and harry potter and the chamber of secrets which have not made the top 10 and then your wow. paramount put out and this is was your pick Grease. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Footloose and the Indiana Jones movies and they have yet to chart. So I think these these are going to start, Jaws is going to fall off, Jurassic Park's going to start falling off. They're going to put Batman in there. They're going to put all these these movies in. So we're going to see that churn and I think right now we can't really say who's king of the box office because it's going to change so much.
1: So so Batman the uh, the Tim Burton Michael Keaton Batman that's already been put into theaters or that's about to go into theaters.
0: It's it, from what they're saying here is that mm-hmm. it's be it's put in theaters, but it might be a smaller amount of theaters because they're waiting. Right, right. All right, let's see Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks, give it the big theater count, or give Avengers and Z- Zootopia the big theater count, and then you know start f- putting these other films in. But that's going to be interesting. interesting So next week Batman could be number one Right,
1: right, right Interesting, it's very interesting that Spielberg um, I don't want to say his star is waned so quickly But that You know, they didn't capitalize on the heat that he had last week You know, Spielberg To me was a big story last week He was very hot you know, I would have thought there'd be a lot of press around the fact that he had the top two movies at the box office, you know, a lot of uh, maybe like entertainment weekly style profiles on him. And you follow that up with putting out War of the Worlds, putting out, you know, uh, like you said, the Indiana Jones movies in a big way. And I think I think these studios, they dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, and I think... They dropped War, the ball on Steven Spielberg. War of the Worlds has an anniversary this summer, I believe, right? Isn't it 15 sure. years? But Yeah, that sounds right. Because it was 2005? Um, yeah, 2005. So it, yeah, it's a 15-year I, anniversary, so it could show up. Yeah. I mean,
1: to me, it seems like they've missed a moment. They they miss a moment to capitalize on that. Um, but... You know, there's always a revenge story. So Spielberg getting back to the top of the box office, um, or you know, a redemption story—that's something too. So
0: yeah, we'll the kid if can that come plays back. out. Yeah, yeah. So talk about a comeback, kid. Number nine back mm-hmm. in the top ten. Bloodshot, Sony—it's only film up in here. One oh six theaters, so no change. Three day. 111K plus 36%. You know, Diesel, you can't count him out. No. It's so interesting that
1: this movie did not gain any theaters, but its box office went up 36%, which means that there were people... You didn't have more access to it. You had the same access you had the week before, but people just suddenly decided, yeah, I want to go see it again. I want to see Vin.
0: They want to see stars on screen. They want to see current stars on screen. Mm -hmm. And when you look Mm -hmm. at this top 10, there's really no current stars, like actual stars other than Elizabeth Moss and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. So they want some star power mm-hmm. So I feel like That is one of the reasons And you know Vin's just a guy That reassures people mm-hmm. He's he's a guy that I would ask What do I do, Vin? What should I do? Right And whatever he How says do I fix this? I'd have to do it Yeah, whatever he says i have to do it Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get down to the bottom here. Oof. Talk about the bottom. Irresistible. 238 theaters. Three day. 100K. First week. So, this is a film directed by Jon Stewart, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. It is getting uh, lambasted... Uh, uh, review-wise. It's not well-reviewed. No. And it was available for rent. It's a a PVOD title that I'm surprised that with all the bad buzz and all the bad reviews that Stewart didn't pull an Apatow and call off the release in theaters. Right. Because he could have hid behind No Numbers with PVOD because we have yet to hear any numbers for King of Staten Island even though it it it, it topped the charts on a lot of the rental charts no money mhm so we mm-hmm. don't we don't so, know how well it did which i'm assuming it did not do well because we would hear if it did
1: right like the numbers we received in the past few months on PVOD were you would get numbers when the movie was a big hit. Mm-hmm. So something like Trolls World Tour, you know, they couldn't send out enough press releases saying it opened at $50 and it made $100 million in PVOD. So obviously, King of Staten Island, if it had done Bafo Bobo on PVOD, you would have heard about it. Yes. And yeah, I mean, Irresistible is going to be even lower than that. I mean, in terms of why... Stewart didn't pull an Apatow and get them to scrap the theater release I mean I think it's probably because John Stewart doesn't have that same pull that Judd Apatow does true so you know even if Stewart makes that call to the studio there, there's a good chance they're letting it go straight to voicemail letting it go to the machine you know that type of deal yeah I, I was gonna out.
0: say he, they don't even answer that call
1: no no no, that's a that's a new phone. Who dis? Uh, uh,
0: reply. So unlike later. the female Ghostbusters, they don't answer the call.
1: No, don't answer the call. Um, so yeah, irresistible. Number ten, hundred thousand dollars in two hundred thirty-eight theaters. This is a bomb. This is a, and you know some may say it's unfair to call anything in this uh this context this new box office world a bomb this is a bomb this is a new movie with what you know you would still say is a big star a big comedy star in Steve Carell opening up at a time when you get nothing new at theaters you know you got invisible man that's been out for 4 months you got Jurassic Park and Jaws in the top 10. So you would think a new movie with a a, a, a a known comedy star should finish at the top of the top 10. And to finish number 10 with this total is abysmal. It's a, It's a disaster. This movie is a box office disaster.
0: Dude, last week we had a movie with Bella Thorne in it that yes. charted higher or at the same level as this film. And th- like, let's, yeah, let's, let's put aside the Jon Stewart of it all. Steve Carell, Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Like these are s- people that are in legitimate movies, Becky, which was, and I know the box office, you know, numbers were a little different, you know, a couple, a couple weeks ago. But even Becky, I think, opened up at number six, mm-hmm. and Kevin James is a star. But he was playing a white supremacist. He was not playing Kevin or King right. of Queens. Right. Right. So I think that does speak to the fact that this is yes, we can say certifiably this is a bomb. And you know mm-hmm. what? If he if it didn't go into theaters, we could assume that it was because they wouldn't uh, you know tout the numbers. But this gives us concrete proof, which is what Apatow didn't want. Right. And good on him for knowing that and
1: making sure that didn't happen. I have so much more respect intellectually for Judd Apatow for being able to uh, cover his tracks on this. Mm-hmm. And here's a question for you. Let's pretend we are in a normal world. No pandemic. You know, it's 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 movies are opening the way they always have. Irresistible comes out. Does it do considerably better in a normal box office world than it did this weekend?
0: No. Yeah, I mean, I mean. So you're asking, would it make more than a hundred k?
1: I guess it would, but we're basically looking at this movie opens up at number ten, no matter what the uh, health of the world population is.
0: I mean, yeah, because it's it's hard to think back because there's no way it doesn't. It depending on well. Wide
1: release. Imagine this movie gets a three thousand screen release.
0: Oh, that's not going to get. I mean, it wouldn't. It's focus feature, so it wouldn't get that. It would get one thousand or so, or two. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're looking at uh, Charlie's Angels situation here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say Playmobil. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, it's hard. I think maybe this. I think irresistible,
1: in normal times. Could have been a Playmobil situation. Well, Playmobil it could have been a movie that opened up under a million.
0: Playmobil is so low, and half of the people who went and saw that movie paid fifty cents for it because it was variable pricing. So we got to remember that right, about. But then ha- we got to remember that about Playmobil. Paid, but then half of those people paid like forty dollars. That's true. It was a sliding scale depending on your income and all these different things. But you're right. you're right. So that it evened out. This could be right. Jexy. This could be Jexy box office.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm hmm. You know, I think that's what we're looking at. We're looking at we're looking at Jexy. Yeah. I mean I think Irresistible is
1: a movie that you can't even give it much of a break for the context because this is what it would have done
0: no matter what yeah i mean i mean yeah i mean uh, i mean we can and c- we don't
1: enjoy saying that we're both you know lifelong john stewart fans absolutely um but this is yeah this is it's a movie that just based on being new with big names it's shocking it finished so low in the top
0: 10. Mm-hmm. Because people were just looking for anything new. I mean, people went to see The Hunt for a third time overseeing a brand new movie with Steve Carell in it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's shocking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's almost reassuring to see that even in these times, the box office doesn't lie Mm -hmm. and the box office the box office tells the truth
0: yeah i mean people even though there is a level of people will go see anything new they really won't see anything new and that is that is normalcy Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. a little bit of our humanity back where mm-hmm. they can say, you know what, I know all the big movies I want to see are not coming out right now, but I still can't prop up a bomb. Right. And so I applaud right. the the moviegoers who have, I think, you know, I was saying this last year, like really proud of the moviegoers. And once in a while they get it wrong, but, you know, they're getting it right. Mm hmm they they're getting it right and you know that's that's huge like everybody says oh the common lowest common denominator and blah blah, blah. it's like now i think movie fans the people who actually go out to the theaters are and it's and it's going to get smaller i mean that's the thing the market's going to get uh, a smaller and the amount of people that are actually going to go is getting smaller but they're going to be more discerning yes and and we're seeing yes. that now
1: yes yeah i mean Listen, right now, going to a movie theater, especially going to these hardtop theaters, you are discerning in the sense that you are weighing health factors, weighing uh, risks to your life. So, this is the most discerning any moviegoer has ever had to be. hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so you look at something like Irresistible. And people just said, I'm not risking my life for this, but I will risk my life to see Vin Diesel in Bloodshot.
0: Yeah, and that tracks. And that makes sense.
1: That makes sense. Which means that even in these times, there is a logic that we could follow.
0: I, I love it. Yeah. Well, So I- a hopeful note to end on. Yeah. We all need a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. So I think that's about enough.
1: Yeah, we did it. We did it. Daddy did it. It's been done. Daddy's been asleep for a half an hour by this point. Yes, and he's sorry. If we wake him up by continuing this podcast, then we are in a lot of trouble. It's not going to be good. So, so
0: Pat, where can they
1: email us? Email us at. The Boys podcast at gmail.com. Let us know, do you think Steven Spielberg is going to be a redemption story and get back to the top of the box office? Or has his star finally waned? Is Steven Spielberg done as a box office draw? Let us know what you think. Also, shoot us an email, the theboboyspodcasts at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any messages that have to be delivered to Daddy. Um, if you're okay, you know Daddy got a little a little rough. He got real, especially in some of the things that he said to Christopher Nolan. Nah,
0: email mommy
1: about that. Don't. That's true. Don't email us about Daddy. What am I talking about? We weren't going to give it to Daddy anyway. So yeah, and he can't use email. No. No. So just email us about the Spielberg stuff, your predictions for next week's top 10, the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. Patreon,
0: Frozen, Mm -hmm. give your money to causes that you believe in and you will owe us money and at that time we'll talk about it. Right now, Tenet was our yardstick and we've got no yardstick, so... I might not even mention the Patreon going forward because there's no point. No. You know, we're here. This is a time of crisis. And we are here and we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it because in times of, 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 of struggle, in the dark, there needs to be people who will lead you to the light. And if those people are leading you to the light and turning around and being like, all right you know 5 bucks a month to get out of here it just doesn't seem right once we get to the light then we'll talk about what you owe us until then I'm not going to be turning around to you saying all right cough it up we're not going any further until you give me the what you owe me it just it's just it's just not it's not a good look
1: no, we're here right now on a volunteer basis to help our society get through this.
0: Yes, that is what we are here for. And the payment will be, you know, someday being able to do actual box office reporting again in the sense of having hard tops open, people comfortable and safe being in them. And at that point, you better believe we're going to be talking about what you owe us. Right, right. But then it g- we'll be
1: charging a premium.
0: But right now, it's a volunteer situation. Yes. So, Patreon, you know, go window shop if you want to. But otherwise, don't worry about it. Yep. And until next time. Will will smell, smell you, you at, at the, the box,
1: box office. office. Nailed it. Nailed it. it.